Star Wars 7x7 episode 2440. Yesterday we talked about the fact that Moff Gideon is the key to many of the mysteries that remain in The Mandalorian, the big mysteries, and so we're going to explore a few of those mysteries this week, starting with the Dark Trooper program. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And just to give you a bit of background on Dark Troopers, here's what Wikipedia says about them. First of all, the Dark Troopers that we saw in The Mandalorian in Season 2, the ones that kidnapped poor baby Grogu, are Phase 3 Dark Troopers. So it's the third iteration of Dark Troopers in the current canon storytelling. And if you're wondering where <laughs> the other two were, well, one of them I don't think we've necessarily seen yet. There's a reference to the first generation in Dawn of Rebellion, which is a role-playing source book for the Star Wars role-playing game. And it was referred to in there as being a program that Imperial military research was engaging in to create combat droids, but that it didn't work out well and the joint chiefs in the Empire were disillusioned by it and decided not to continue the droid situation. As a fun side note, the droids that actually did work well for them in terms of anything like combat operations or anything that had a military application of any kind would be the KX series droids, as in K2SO from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. They were primarily used as security droids, but they certainly had their functions when push came to shove. But they were not designed for combat like the Dark Troopers were. And so, yes, Dark Troopers didn't work out at least at first in a droid form. The second phase of Dark Troopers were actually not robots. They were human beings. There were humans inside the Dark Trooper armor. And if you never came across those either, well, you'd probably be in pretty wide company in that regard. But they have appeared in canon storytelling of a sort, and we've actually talked about it here on the podcast, though it was many years ago. There was a mobile game put out called Star Wars Commander, and it basically had to do with setting up bases, and you would decide whether you're with the Rebels or the Empire, and it took place after the events of A New Hope, but before the events of the Battle of Endor. And basically, you would establish a base, and you would try to, you know, fortify it and level it up and add troops and defend it from raiding troops from the other factions, etc, etc. And that game was launched in August of 2014 and shut down in, I believe it was June of 2020. So it had a pretty good run. <laughs> and Dark Troopers, the Phase 2 Dark Troopers, were actually part of the game. They were a type of unit that if you were playing as the Empire that you could deploy to protect your base and also use in raids to attack other bases. But the thing that is not really talked about very commonly at all in relation to Star Wars Commander is that there was actually a storyline. There were a series of missions tied to a story 
within Star Wars Commander. Similar to Star Wars Uprising, where, you know, there was a game that you would play, but there were also missions involved, and there was story built around the missions, or maybe missions were built around the story, perhaps, is the better way of saying it. And I know we've talked time to time about Uprising, and, yeah, one day. <laughs> One day we'll explore that story, and I think the same goes for Star Wars Commander, that someday that story will be explored. I know that there were folks online who made a point of gathering all the story information about Star Wars Uprising and collecting it in one place. I haven't really seen that cleanly done in the same way for Star Wars Commander. Some of it is on Wikipedia, but yeah, I don't think there's necessarily one particular resource, but if you happen to know of one, then by all means, let me know about it. And we're sort of digressing, of course, the Dark Troopers, right? The Phase 2 Dark Troopers. And there was an event that happened in the Star Wars Commander game called the Battle for Tatooine, where the Empire had established a base on Tatooine, and through a series of missions and maneuvers, which also involved the likes of rebel heroes like Han Solo and so forth, the rebels were able to take over the various forts, uh, Fort Sunfire and Fort Iron Hand, I believe it was, on Tatooine, and kick the Empire off the planet. And Dark Troopers were involved in that battle, but didn't really do the job that the Empire had hoped they would do. And so, according to Wikipedia, the listing says that the Empire and, I guess, the Imperial Department of Military Research decided that the one flaw in the Phase 2 Dark Troopers was the human being. And so they went to a Phase 3 Dark Trooper. And thus we arrive at The Mandalorian Season 2. Now, we don't have any information about Dark Troopers having been deployed in any other battles prior to this. Doesn't necessarily mean that they haven't and this was the first time we've seen them. Although, I will say it looks like this is the first time that Moff Gideon has deployed these Dark Troopers and actually had the opportunity to do so. So, I don't think it's a known situation based on what we saw in The Mandalorian that they were proven in battle already and had been used. But certainly they did their job and they did it as well as they could have been expected to, considering that they were going to run into a Jedi and, you know, no help for that, <laughs> for sure. But the thing that you know, goes back to the very original point and purpose of this podcast, which is the mysteries of Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian, is how does he have a platoon of Dark Troopers? Because if we haven't seen these things deployed in other Star Wars storytelling and the current canon storytelling, and they're being depicted as being used in kind of a brand new fashion in The Mandalorian Season 2, that has to mean that they're new to Moff Gideon as well. And so how in the world did he get a hold of them? We have to remember that by this time in the galaxy, the Galactic Concordance has been in place for more than four years. That's the agreement that officially ended the war between the Empire and what was then the Rebellion, what is now the New Republic. So that's been in place for a while. And the majority of Imperials ditched off into the Unknown Regions, those that survived the Battle of Jakku. So the notion of an Imperial Remnant operating you know, that aggressively and with you know, this kind of visibility is rather surprising in this day and age. And thus, it makes you wonder all the more, 
Who exactly is Moff Gideon? Is he just some Imperial Security Bureau guy who promoted up to be a Moff? Or did he just claim the title of Moff because he was the most ruthless guy around? Or is there some sort of bigger picture thing happening? And so that is one part of the mystery of Moff Gideon that we're looking at as we look ahead to The Mandalorian Season 3 and beyond. It's not the only mystery we're going to talk about this week, but it's the one that we're going to talk about for today. <laughs> and that's going to be it for today. But if you have more that you'd like to fill in on the Dark Trooper situation with Moff Gideon, I'd love to hear it. So chime in YouTube, Facebook, or at home base for the show at SW7x7.com. Just look for episode 2440 and drop your comments in and have your say. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me for the show, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.